Welcome to the Oaken Buckets podcast with Anthony and Austin. Yo, yo. We have, uh, we got some more Colts news to talk about today. This is yes, we do. March 21st, 2022, and today the Indianapolis Colts traded a third-round pick and got Matt Ryan. Yes, sir. From the Falcons. We got Matty Ice. What do you, uh... What do you what do you feel about that? I think at the time he was probably our best option. I'm just wondering what I know I'm going a little off course here, but I knew I'm kinda I kinda holding out that we got Jimmy G just because, you know, he's younger and all that. But I mean looking at it, Matt Ryan's not a bad quarterback. I think with our salary cap, maybe get some receivers to put around him. I'd probably be okay with it. The only other name that I thought we probably would have went off was uh Marcus Mariota. But he ended up going to the Falcons after we got Matt Ryan. But overall, I think it is an upgrade for Wentz. But I said this last year when I thought Wentz was a good quarterback, and that kind of backfired. But uh, yeah, and I mean, it's obviously there's a little bit of a why did you? We obviously got Rivers. Yeah. Then that we talked about that last week. He filled that void. That I think bought us some time for a quarterback, and then wins happened, and then that failed, and now you got another thirty-seven-year-old quarterback. By the time the season starts, a seasoned veteran. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know why. You know, I was surprised. I knew his name was out there, and that kind of started with all the rumors of this past week about a certain player going somewhere. Uh I don't know. I think Matt Ryan's probably going to be okay with it. I know he can still sling it. Yeah, and yeah, I he's mean, a little older, but, I mean, he can still go. Yeah, and it obviously is the same effect with Rivers, right? He knows how to play football. He can hand the ball off. He can make his throws. He's Matt, been to the Super Bowl. Yeah, Matt Ryan has been to a Super Bowl. And his coaching staff cost him the game. Yeah, which, you know, we're if we're just looking at the Colts into the season last year, Similar situations that hopefully... I don't see us losing to the Jaguars with Matt Ryan as quarterback compared to Carson Wentz. Yeah, that that's that, that should be circled on the calendar for the schedule next year. If the we home, lose the to the Jaguars, I'll be so pissed. Yeah, regardless of like when it happens or how it happens, it, that game is definitely circled. Um, You know, the, the thing with Ryan, too... If we're like if we're going for that, is you you do have the veteran player, he's got everything there, but how long do you actually have him for? Like, is it to get him? Is it the, is this maybe Jim Mersey saying like, hey, we're taking a gamble on him because we can still obviously draft one of these quarterbacks this year. As, well, we still got Sam Ellinger. Yeah, and then Ellinger is still in the bench, like in the bench area. You could take a shot on someone else. You could do this, but you're getting someone who can win football games, can play. Like, there's no there's no growth there. He just has to get used to the system, which I think how many coordinators have the Falcons probably going through his 12 years there? Like, he can adapt. He can overcome. He can do things. And, you know, you're putting money on him to say, hey, we have all the pieces. We just need a quarterback. He wants to win a Super Bowl. We have a team that can contend for one. Is this the best shot just to win a Super Bowl? He's he set up better in Indy than he was in Atlanta. We have a good running game. That's going to take pressure off of him because that's what hurt us last year was our running game was so great that Wentz relied just on the running game. 
And then when it came time for him, he disappeared. But I think now when it comes to passing, I mean, we got Pittman, who's good. We got Pascal. I think we still got Pascal. But, I mean, there's still a lot of big-name receivers out there, too, where if we need to go get a deep threat, a deep threat, we can go and get one. I mean, I, I see the Colts making a signing of a receiver probably in the next week. Yeah, the salary cap is still, still got a open. Lot. So there's definitely still moves to be made. And this this guarantees where that money can go mm-hmm. because you're getting – We got our big question mark filled. Yeah. So I, I think he's set up better in Indy than he was in Atlanta. I think we were, what, 9-8 and eight last year. Maybe with Ryan – We'll probably go eleven and six. Yeah, I mean, it definitely. I, it I think things. I think we will win the AFC South. Yeah, over the Titans. I think we'll beat the Titans. Yeah, I mean, it's it's going to be an interesting take. It's 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 the same thing going into last season, this season again. It's, I know. It's saying like, okay, well, how is how is he going to do? But the, you know, and the situation's there too. Like Matt Ryan is older. You know it's. Is he injury prone? Not as much as Wentz. Mm-hmm. He's played a lot of football, but you also got a good O line in front of him. Like it's got all the pieces. It's it's probably his dream scenario. It's, if out got, of all the teams you could have went to, yeah. I think this is probably his top. Yeah, three. I mean, if he got dumped to say Jacksonville, even though they have Lawrence, but like in yeah. in theory, you went to the worst team in the league. Yeah. You're kind of like, uh, yeah. why am I still going to play football or? A 13th year. Yeah, he's got a good offensive line around him to protect him. He's got a good running back. He's got a great defense, which is something that, you know, in the 2000s, Indy was never really known for, was their defense. Yeah. You know, the offense always made up for it. Now it's like the offense has to catch up to where their defense is. Yeah. So, like you said, it's a dream scenario for Ryan. I think it's going to work out. And we probably, back to the longevity of it, we probably got two to three years out of him, is my guess. Yeah, I mean, you can. I mean, if we're gonna, you know, look at the goat, you know, Tom is still slinging, still playing. Yeah, since the last time we talked, he came out of retirement. Yeah, yeah. literally. Yeah, literally, not long after we yeah, ended. we, we recorded the first podcast, and two hours later, yeah, we told that Tom Brady's not out of even retirement. two hours later, yeah. dude. It is. Oh, what go, a go home. What well, a sequence so for is. that. Yeah, that that's crazy there. So I mean, if you obviously they're two different guys, but I would not blame Matt Ryan if he wasn't copying Tom Brady at this point in his career. Like, why would you not? I think Ryan wants Ryan, – everyone wants the Super Bowl. I think Ryan wants it more than anything just because he had it and it disappeared. And after that, the Falcons were never the same. Yeah, they never they never had it. They never went back. Yeah, that, was the, that was the one opportunity they had, and it fell apart. Yeah, for sure. And now he has a chance to redeem himself in Indy, become a hero. And I think – you know, if you if you really want to think about it, is comparing to that like obviously it wasn't fully his choice, or you you wonder how much say he had in it because obviously, I'm, I think with those older quarterbacks that are on a team for that long, I mean you kind of have to respect the guy, and I think they may have listened to him said hey you know, we kind of want to change directions if there was a team where you want to go to where yeah. you want to go, and he probably did mention Indy yeah just because. The way I feel too. Granted, don't get me wrong. Teams don't own players and owe, owe players anything. But when you have a guy that's been there since the beginning of his career and has done so much for you and helped fill that stadium, I think you kind of have to listen to him about where he wants to go. Yeah, and I was gonna, you know, compare that to like if we're thinking other sports. You know, you have 
when Kevin Durant left OKC. Like, you know, how long he was there, their ups and downs and everything. Like, yes, he went to the Warriors, but was his hand forced to say, hey, I, I want to win a championship, yeah. and I'm going to take the opportunity to go do it. Well, the thing is, the Warriors, the Thunder probably would have won multiple championships if they didn't trade James Harden after yeah. that Miami yeah, Heat loss. For sure, for sure. There's, there's that, definitely a... That is a that is one of the best teams probably out there. But yeah. now looking at them, the way they're playing, they probably would have meshed well. Yeah. Obviously, it didn't work out in Brooklyn. I Obviously, yeah. Granted, they only had two of the three. Oh, right. and, and, they only, and they only played like LA. 15 games total together between Kyrie yeah. and them. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a – there's definitely a lot of questions there. But, yeah, I think Ryan got the respect. And, you know, at least he has a shot now to go out a winner. Then, And they traded him out of conference and division. Yeah. So they don't have to worry about it. Yeah, for sure. And, and again, it's – the best case scenario for winning football games instead of trading them to a team that you're not going to win football games. Yeah, this is his, this is the best team he probably could have went to with everything that was out there. For sure. And if we look at – we go league-wide right now for a second. Deshaun Watson is going to the Cleveland Browns. Deshaun Watson's finally wearing orange. And this is – One way or another. I, I didn't see this coming, particularly because ESPN, and it's chasing rumors, right? They had the headline, he's between the Falcons and the Saints. Yeah, originally it and, was the Panthers. Yeah, the, like we knew the Panthers were going hard, and they were out, and then supposedly Cleveland was in it. Baker Mayfield that, puts his letter out to the city, thanking them. Yeah, and you're just like, okay, like this is, this is new. I wasn't really, like we knew Baker Mayfield, Simon Cleveland was probably coming to an end. But you were like, oh, wow, they're pursuing Deshaun Watson out of every – like, yeah. that's what they're doing? Okay. And then all of a sudden, you know, the headlines read Saints-Falcons, and then literally hours later in the day, all of a sudden they're like, Deshaun Watson's going to Cleveland. Yeah. Uh, who would have thought that? And, yeah, and now, and now obviously all these other dominoes happens because now, you know, as like I said – It's been Ryan's a crazy offseason in the NFL for yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. Talk about a refresher. For like to go into a season and be like, there's a lot of new faces in a lot of new places, which I think is good for the league because, yeah. you know, it, I, if you want to talk about stagnant in the league, when there's guys who are good players and they're on losing teams, and the team hasn't rebuilt it in a positive way, you see them go places. Yeah. You know, it's across that's across every single sport, unless you're consistent enough to have a guy there for ten years and then go elsewhere. Um, especially like Albert Pujols, like, you know, getting traded around and ended season as a Dodger. Like, who would have? I'd never seen him in L.A. You know, like, it's definitely a... After being with the Angels. Yeah. He just really went to the North. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's an interesting take on, like, when you see these guys who were significant parts of even championship teams go somewhere else all of a sudden. And... And then, you know, we have Super Bowl winning quarterbacks. Like, Russell Wilson got traded. Like, he won a Super Bowl. He owns franchise records not only in Seattle, but NFL records with the Seahawks. Well, that's what's crazy, too, is that there was talk last season where, towards the end of it, where people were like, oh, this will be Pete Carroll's and Russell uh, Wilson's last year together. Whether Carroll retires or Wilson gets traded and the end of the season, you know, Whatever, and all of a sudden, after Rogers signed with 
re-signed with the Packers, which no one really thought. We thought he was gone. Yeah. Because he literally said so. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, John Elway and the Broncos or whatever, whoever's in the front office is like, ah, fuck it, throw everything, throw the kitchen sink at him. We're yeah. going to get Russell yeah, Wilson. Yeah, for sure. And then, you know, it's uh, it's funny. I think it's a good refresh for the league, though. I think the league needs it. Fans need it. It's going to change the dynamic, especially with that AFC West. I mean, the Broncos kind of had to do something. You already, yeah. had, you already had the Chiefs making moves. Also, the Chargers are a team to take serious. They should have went to the playoffs last year. Oh, yeah, that Raiders-Chargers sure. game should have changed. They should have been both been like, hey, let's just tie. Let's both of us go. Yeah. And it probably would have been better for the Raiders if they did it that way. And then uh, the Raiders are just Raiders, but now they got Devontae Adams. And, Der- and so they kept Derek Carr. Derek Carr was another name I thought the Colts were going to go after. But then I think once those dominoes fell in the AFC West, that he was kind of off the board because the Raiders are like, yeah, we kind of need somebody to compete. Yeah, yeah. We gotta we're, we have to find a new quarterback ourselves before right. we're trading our quarterback. But I think what's funny, though, even more like you just mentioned it, like Devontae Adams got traded to the Raiders. Like him and Rodgers, which was such a unity. A, you know, there wasn't a single talk at the end of the season where both those names weren't put in the same sentence. Yeah. It was if Rodgers goes somewhere, is Adams fallen? Mm-hmm. Is the Packers going to franchise head. tag him and then trade him to wherever he wants to be with Rodgers? You know, they're they're doing this. There's nothing. You're not going to have one without the other. And then Rodgers resigns, and obviously the numbers, like we talked about them last week, $200 million, ended up being inaccurate. It's like 186 over five years, so it's much smaller than that. But – Devontae basically said, I want to play somewhere else. So, he, obviously, money was a deal for him, too, and wasn't going to – even though the Packers said they would match it. So, obviously, there's is that there's some other drama that happened. What happened behind closed doors yeah. that caused it to happen? Yeah, because the Packers were willing to match. Like, all reports say they were willing to match what the Raiders are giving them, and he said no. So, something happened. Which is unfortunate because I fully enjoyed watching Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers this season. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, they're like the most like entertaining duo in the league. Now Rodgers is there, but he has to start over. Yeah, I mean. Not saying he can't make a average player great. Well, yeah, which he's done. Because he's a good quarterback. Yeah, we've we, we seen the injuries even last season at when Adams was hurt. And everyone stepped up. I mean, they were playing fifth-string receivers at one point, yeah. and he was making them look good. It was actually funny because I think a lot of them had touchdowns against the Raiders that season, too, at the home game in Green Bay where the offense finally started clicking for Green Bay. Um, and that was really interesting and cool to see. So, like, he can do it. He can do it like Manning can do it. He can do it like Brady can do it. You know, he needs he needs that one guy that he can trust. And I think if they keep uh, scandling – yeah. Like that's good enough for Rodgers because they were coming together tight last season. Um, but now can Derek Carr make Devontae Adams look good? Well, I mean, they did play college ball together. Yeah. So, so they uh, have that going for them. They just got to find that groove together. I think, I think it may be a good fit. Why he went to the Raiders, knowing how tough that division is, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, think. we just talked about how stacked they are now because, I mean, the Broncos are now a contender again because they already had a good defense because their offense that was lacking. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Their now, offense. Russell Wilson, he can make a lot of players great, and that's an attractive name to come sign with. Yeah, it makes you think, oh, 
think a few seconds of as long as they don't get that binky dude from the Seahawks. Oh, DK Metcalf. Yeah, as long as you don't get him, you should be in a pretty good position. Yeah, I think uh, one thing for sure that is going to be fun to watch is going to be the AFC West this year because every oh, team. Yeah. Every team can beat the other one. We're not even talking about like outside games. Like just every single division game is going to be, be so important and just wild. And there's possibly, I mean, we'll have to see what happens with Derek Carr and Devontae Adams um, on how good they formulate. And, then, and they're going through a new coach. Yeah, that's a, that's the so thing too. So like they're going how, through a lot right how now. How good that team offensively is going to be is definitely in question as opposed to – you know, obviously Russell Wilson has to get used to it too. So out of those two four teams, I think Russell will have an easier an easier transition. Yeah, I think uh, between them and then you add in, you know, you already have Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and then Justin Herbert is just you know doing Justin Herbert's a baller. Yeah, dude. doing everything he's doing. You know, there's a there's possibly four. I don't want to say MVP candidates, but you got four good quarterbacks that are going to solid quarterback, you know, can put up some good numbers this season. There's yeah. a, it's can, not like, it's not like Carr didn't with the lack of weapons he had. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like it's every quarterback is going to do something good this year, I think. So yeah, that's going to be a uh, division to watch for sure. Probably, probably the biggest one. I don't see any other divisions really. As tough of maybe, uh, maybe the AFC North. Yeah. Now that the Browns got Watson, Watson see how that works out. Trubisky's in Pittsburgh. Yeah, but Trubisky, I mean, out of the two hundred plus quarterbacks that started fifty or more games in, since the inception yeah, of the NFL, he's never six, thrown a pick six, which is just insane. And I also think that the issue with him was Matt Nagy. Yeah, I think because when he went to the Buffalo for that one year, he looked good. Well, yeah, when he had one, players around him, he looked good. One preseason game, he destroyed yeah. the Bears. He shredded the Bears. And he's also the MVP. Yeah. So. So, like, yeah. You know it, who doesn't have that? Tom Brady. Yeah. And, and you know, Russell like. Russell Wilson. And Barstool Chicago is all for them exposing Nagy. Like, with I'm this, okay like, with it, too. If it I happens, want it. It would be, it's it's something. It's going to be, it's going to be fun. That's a fun thing to watch this season is the Trubisky. Because then in the AFC North, too, you still got Lamar Jackson for yeah. Baltimore. Oh, yeah. There's, and Baltimore made some moves, too. Signing that defense, so. Yeah, and the then other team in there? Bengals. Oh, fuck. The, yeah, the, the Bengals. The That's what Champions, I'm saying. Yeah. So probably the AFC West and the AFC North right now are probably going to be two toughest divisions out there. Oh, yeah, for sure. I think uh, there's definitely a uh, – it's, it's going to be a good football year. I think that's the best way to put it. Yes. Like, it's not going to be typical. Like, the Bengals were the surprising team last year. But was there a surprise anywhere else in the league? No, because, you know, the Rams got Matt Stafford. But was Jared Goff going to have a good season with the Rams? Because the Rams, yeah, probably. There's a possibility. Like, he wasn't playing. It's not like Jared Goff was playing horrible. He didn't play as good as he did the Super Bowl year they had. Yeah. But they had a good enough team around him where they probably were still a playoff contender. But, you know, and maybe the Cardinals, you know, until they hit their losing streak, they were a contender. I think the Cardinals are... There's a lot of stuff going on there because the whole Kyler Murray situation. Yeah, I don't. I think that's died down a bit. They just re-signed Ertz, so 
So he's going to be there for three more years. So they have a tight end. Hopkins is secured. Yeah. So, you know, even if, if that ends up blowing up, if they get a quarterback who can play, like let's just say, example, if they got Jimmy Garoppolo, they can still win football games. They're not losing yeah, them. They're still going to win. Yeah. So, I mean. Will they be top two in the division? Probably not. Well, I guess, again, I think that, I mean, it's just them and the Rams. The 40, I mean, if the 49ers lose Jimmy G. Seahawks are Seahawks will be last. Yeah, Seahawks will be last. I think the Cardinals are going to go third. And I think the 49ers will be in second and then the Rams in first. Yeah. I, I'm interested. The, I think the 49ers are going to come down to QB. If they have to play Trey Lance, I don't think it's going to happen. Um, But I don't. But I was—I mean, they found ways to win last year. But again, that Jimmy Garoppolo. Maybe that's the point. Niners thought too is what Jimmy G's going his last year of his contract, so they're just going to give Lance one more year to sit underneath and see what happens, and just let Garoppolo go for free. Yeah, I mean they could. I mean, there's not if you can't. It's it's it comes that comes down to like what we talk about with like every league when you go in the trade deadline, right? Do you have the shot at winning, so you keep a guy? You have a shot at not winning, so you do trade them. Rather it be the deadline or before the deadline, you know, like what ends up being the best decision blah, 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 decision to make, you know, for your team. Do you sell? Do you keep? Do you do this? Do you do that? I hate it. I want to win no matter what. That's the way I look at things. But I don't know. We'll we'll find out in the fall. It's gonna be a fun year. Yeah. Especially with new faces everywhere. Oh, for sure. I think, uh, actually, uh, hashtag Jersey Watch. Um, sorry for anyone who just bought an NFL jersey for any of these quarterbacks yeah. this last year. If you bought a Wentz jersey, I'm sorry. Especially for Christmas. If you just recently started watching like Seattle and bought a Wilson jersey or a, yeah. a Mac jersey from the Bears. like Oh, I forgot about Clue Mac leaving. Yeah, traded in the Chargers. So and the guy who paid all that money for Tom Brady's last supposed yeah, touchdown, five hundred and ninety-four thousand, I think it was something like that. Five hundred eighty-four. Uh, a real nice house. Yeah, real nice at auction. Now he's got the first last touchdown of Tom Brady's career, and then the probably probably be the thirty-fifth last touchdown. <laughs> yeah. So for, for sure, yeah, poor guy. At this rate, um, yeah, I think that's. That's something. Um, at least if you bought your jersey through Fanatics, for those of you who don't know this, they have jersey assurance. This isn't an ad. It's just really cool of them. But it's only a limited timeline. I think it's like six months. So Still, that's, that's it, decent it, Yeah, time. as long as you just bought it and you have everything. That makes sense for Christmas, contact, guys. Contact Fanatics and get your jersey out there now. Get someone else's. Fanatics can be pissed now that you let them know about that. No, they they advertise it heavily. Oh, they advertise they, it. They heavily? advertise it heavily. It's on the it's okay. on the page. Yeah, yeah. They they for sure they do. Well, then hop on that gravy train, boys. Yeah, get get them, get them. So, I think that's all we're talking about for our NFL portion of today's show. I think we'll switch over to baseball because that's the next biggest baseball. mover of stuff that's been happening. So, last week we mentioned Freddie Freeman and how he's probably going to go to the Dodgers, which ended up happening. Yeah, I didn't want that one to happen. Yeah. I'm sure a lot of other people didn't either. Yeah, it's definitely – I think if there was a poll, it definitely would lean in. No one wanted Freddie to go from Atlanta and then especially LA is where the people go to sell their souls. 
Yeah, it kind of feels that way, doesn't it? it? Just, like, that like, or the Yankees. Freddie doesn't feel like he's L.A., but maybe... Maybe that's just... Maybe that... I mean, maybe is that Dodgers, though? Maybe like, he did it in spite. Yeah. Because he knows that he's going to see the Braves in the playoffs, probably. Oh, for sure. And, Granted, I mean, the Braves got someone at least to fill that first base. Yeah, they got board. Matt Olson from the A's, re-signed him. So, you know, they still got a good first baseman. They're not playing nobody. They signed Jensen. He's not a Freddie Freeman, though. No, they got Jensen from the Dodgers, so they have a closer now. They're they're looking dangerous in pitching, too. So Acuna's back. I mean, there's so many pieces. There's a lot of stuff going for the Braves where they just probably just said whatever. Thanks for the thanks for the World Series. Bye. Yeah. And then he yeah. went to the Dodgers. They're like, hmm, didn't think this one out. Yeah. Well, and then and even more so, I mean, you know, the Yankees – it all it all fell to pieces. Like, not not falling to pieces. What happened? It fell into pieces as we were watching it. As Matt Olson gets traded to the Braves, Rizzo signs with the Yankees. So it's like okay. So I Rizzo guess Rizzo sold his soul too. Let's put it that way. Guess guess we'll really see. Now, actually, we we jump on Rizzo real quick. You know, you look at what he signed for. How did the Cubs like? Did the Cubs not try to get him? Because like rumor was like, this is another one of those rumor chains. You know, the night before I find out. He's signed with the Yankees. Yeah. Which I think was Thursday night, maybe. They're saying that the Cubs were in contact with his agent. And you're like, okay. And then you look at what he signed for, and you're like, man, you guys weren't willing to spend. Because it's not like a massive, it's not a massive contract. No. For the Yankees. But maybe he looked and saw what all the Cubs actually had and said, I have a better chance of winning and going to the playoffs here. Yeah. And, then, and, and I do going back to Chicago. 100%. And maybe he's still rightfully upset about how everything went down last year. Yeah, for sure. I, I think in a competition-wise, yeah, the Yankees were the better pick to go. And then in turn, that made Luke, Luke Voigt get traded to the Padres and a more... Uh, yeah, he went to Slam Diego. Which they accept him because Luke Voigt can fucking hit. I like Luke Voigt. Luke Voigt's better than Rizzo. Yeah, yeah. I, th- so, at this point in time in their careers, yeah, Luke Voigt has definitely a, a larger upside, Yeah, if you think. But, yeah, so I, I thought that was a kind of a... On a disappointment, but at the same time, it's like it makes all the sense in the world. It's still it it brings up the Yankees like question though, because you're like, oh, what are the Yankees gonna do now? And then you know they got Donaldson and they're gonna hit home runs. That's all they're gonna do. Yeah, that's they're a, gonna get home runs and they're gonna strike out. That's what they did to their lineup essentially. And then they're gonna like, get frustrated when they don't win games. For sure, for sure. Um, and that brings us. That's gonna bring us forward with everything. So. They brought Donaldson and Kefla from the Twins because the Twins got that from yeah, I think the so. Rangers, and then because the Twins had to make room, room, and then they traded Gio Ursula and Gary Sanchez to the Twins, yeah, to make because the Twins wanted that space. But they Twins got two decent players, and then they traded Donaldson and stuff. And there's a joke that Donaldson would fight Garrett Cole because they. I hope All they the did. shit they did. And supposedly they already hashed it out, but it's it's funny. Um, just whoever goes to the Yankees, just good luck. You can't have any fun in New York. Yeah. For, you for, can't grow your hair out. You can't have any facial hair. Very strict. Now, uh, you know, we're just following along the rest of the week. Friday, uh... Chris Bryant signs with the Rockies. 
Yeah, I thought the Rockies were going through a re- uh, going through a rebuild, and they spent a hell of a lot of money. It was one hundred eighty two mil? Uh, close to that. It was like a six lot. year, wasn't it? Yeah, it's a six year contract for sure, which seems so. That's basically like saying, "Hey, all the uh, snow bunnies up there are gonna have a field day with him being in Colorado now." Yeah, right. It's, oh yeah, mullet. It's a. Uh, it's definitely a funny thing to look at because. What, you know, if you're Chris Bryant, like, you can be good. Yeah, seven years, 182 million. Oh, seven years. Yeah, but 182, yeah, but seven years. Seven years, 182 million. That's like, what, 25 a year? Yeah, and well, then it comes down to even saying, like, like you, they lost Trevor Story. Is that an upgrade? Ardenal is not there anymore. Like, that yeah, already happened last year, but he's not there. So you already were selling a lot, and now you and just. And you're going, it looked like you are going through a rebound. Yeah, and you just bought you bought during yeah. a rebuild. Yeah. You spent a lot of money on one of those other guys who was on that team that you could have gave them money, but instead you gave it to a guy that didn't really have a great year yeah, in San Fran when he got yeah, traded. Yeah, even the trade did it. Now, obviously, now here's, here's like two things I'm kind of seeing. One, did they somehow convince Chris Bryant and say, hey, in seven years we're going to build something here and you're you're going to be a piece of that. Maybe Chris Bryan likes smoking pot, and you can do that in Colorado. Totally, so. totally. Like, you can use all the THC products you want. Is either that or Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Or is it that he said, hey, I'm going to make – I think Chris Bryan wants to win again. I don't think any of these guys are just chasing money at this point because he's tasted a ring. Like, he won the World Series. Like, there's a World Series to win. Like, if Chris Bryant didn't want to win a single World Series the rest of his career, he's fine. He's fine fine. because you won the World Series. Like You you helped the franchise. Yeah, like, winning that Cubs World Series is bigger than any other championship you probably could win in the country as as far as baseball is concerned. Like, you know, the, all the Red Sox when they broke their curse. Well, well, that's it's another curse breaker, right? Like the Red. The, Theo Epstein was, or I think Theo, Theo, whatever. For the the coach. GM, yeah. yeah. Well, he was a GM for the Red Sox yeah. when they did it too. Well, that's the thing. I think like the if no, he's the one that broke the curse. Yeah, if the Red Sox didn't break theirs already, you know what I'm saying? Like the Cubs were the next one in line. As far as I'm concerned, that Cubs World Series has an asterisk next to it anyway. So, <laughs> so they never I, really won. I think it's a, uh, it's definitely a. Uh, Interesting fact to say, like, yeah, he could chase money. But, I mean, he's going into Coors Field for half of his games this season. His, maybe his bad great, sets. Great name of the field. For sure. Yeah. Uh, his bad sets should improve based on that. The ball's going to travel a lot better. You know, so if if anything, does he become a likely – if they if they fail to rebuild, he's going to be a trade. tradable? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. Know. Three or four years down the road, he won't be with Colorado no more. Yeah. It, 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 and again, that all involves what ha- what happens with it. You know, like does he stay? Does he not stay? Whatever. So, uh-huh. um, not him. I'd I'd see how it goes. Maybe they have a good year. And so this goes into because the next one because this is the same questions I have for our next candidate. So. Saturday morning, go to bed Friday night, nothing, I don't see anything else happening. Wake up Saturday, get on Instagram, and the first thing I see is Carlos Correa signs with the Twins. And yeah, How's that work when it happened? I lose, like, 
I started just losing faith in life at that point, man. Because he was it, the Twins? Yeah, because it just, it's one of those things, like, I'm not saying, like, the Twins can't be competitive. Obviously, as a White Sox fan, I don't want to see the Twins get good. I want the Sox to have the easiest path to winning the division possible. I don't know. We had an easy route last year, and that killed us in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, and if you play tough teams, yeah, if you play tough teams, obviously it's there. I'll admit so that. I don't. It's it's it, yeah. That's a double edged sword to think about that that way. You know, twins are always a fight though, no matter what. Even yeah. if they suck. Yeah, and and same thing with the Royals. And if we talk about sports as a whole, you think you're going to beat someone, it doesn't always mean you're going to beat them. You can play down the competition, you can lose. They can play up the competition and play you hard. It's whatever. But regardless, like no one has the Twins in top ten power rankings. No one's thinking the Twins are going to win at all. No. You're the most sought-after guy in the league, and you signed a two-year with a third-year option. I think he can opt out after the first year. Well, they were talking about in this game. He has opt-outs just if he doesn't want to play there. Yeah. So he can leave at any time. Yeah, so why go? That's, that's again, that's like where my Was faith, that the only place where he got the money? I think so. Cause that's the only thing I could think of. Yeah, again, so... <laughs> It's not a winning environment unless he wants to play against the White Sox however many times a year. Well, this is where my faith in, like, sports, like, if you, like, I I feel like I understand sports pretty well with, like, where you go and sign. Like, there's always surprise signings. There's surprise trades, but that's the joy of it all, right? Yeah, it always adds entertainment to it. But to think that, like, you're the most sought-after guy in free agency, you're a game-changer. Like, when you're healthy, you're, you know, you're a gold-glover. You're offensively good. Your top three shortstop. Yeah, like you are insanely good at what you do. And you sign with a team that no one's saying, hey. This would be a great fit. If you go there, they're winning a World Series. No one's saying that. Because that team wasn't wasn't even looked at. But now you see these details where he can, like, he's like, fuck this. It's cold. I don't want to be here. I didn't realize we're going to play outdoors. Like. You're gonna leave, and then and then where do you go after that? Well, like what, what? Like obviously, teams will say like raise their hands, and everyone's gonna say like, "Oh yeah, we'll take you." But like, why? Yankees or Dodgers? Where everybody seems to yeah. fucking go. It just seems so insane to think like, why would if you have like that in your contract to say like you can just walk away? Why would you even go there in the first place? It's got to be a money chase. Because he has won the World Series, but he also left a team. Like, he could have re-signed with the Astros and, and still... run it back. Yeah, and so you could still be playing competitive baseball to win a World Series. Maybe he just left long enough for the Texas Rangers to take over the AL West. And then once the Rangers go back to sucking, maybe he'll go back. <laughs> he'll go back. Maybe he got scared. I mean, I... Like, Rangers made a lot of moves. I I understand, like... It, in, if we're going to compare situations, obviously, like, I was pushing the Cubs rumors last week. I would have loved for him to join the Cubs. Good for, I wouldn't have. Yeah. The, as far as, like, of his career and talent. going for the Cubs, like, it would have been good for them to have a star piece to build around. Happy for, like, our friends or other Cubs fans. Like, it, mm, cool for the city. Easy there, cool, buddy. cool for the dream. Cool for the dream of all Chicago World Series. New York got one. I we had one. one. We had an all Chicago World Series, and people don't remember is that the White Sox beat the Cubs in the World Series, so... Suck on that one. Yeah, a modern, a modern day one would be so cool. It would be. It'd be but, wild. There'd be more shootings than there are now. But you know, you think we have a lot of shootings now? Just wait till after the World <laughs> Series between both of them, right? Especially if the South Side wins or loses. Either way, there's gonna be shootings. 
Thank you, Lori Lightfoot, uh, Beetlejuice. You're doing a great job. It's uh, it it adds to that element. Like it'd be the same environment. Like it's technically, like if you're looking at it, I feel like there's no difference between the Twins and the Cubs if you're gonna if you're gonna do the contract the way they did it. He would have had an easier route to the playoffs, I think, with the Cubs and the Twins. Yeah, like well, especially who's in the NL that's really gonna make a push. Well, it's just the Cardinals and the Brewers. Like, last season, the Cardinals had the exactly. late season push. It's just the Cardinals and the Brewers. The, yeah. only, the only one to worry about is the Brewers. Yeah, and they, and they're still... They're, both of those teams are so up and down that last year... And there's they, more teams that can go. Yeah, like, those teams made the playoffs because they were so up and down. Yeah. Because the Cardinals weren't good, and all of a sudden they made a push. Yeah. And they came out of nowhere. Oh, for sure. They they Brewers they, were just probably the only consistently decent team. Yeah. And and really, if the Hell, Cubs, the Reds may be making a move this year, not the Pirates. Pirates are out. No, Pirates are out. They, Pirates they are shouldn't out. even be a franchise anymore. To be honest with you, They're, I don't know. The Reds sold a they lot. They need to look. They need to look into that. The Reds sold a lot too, though. Yeah, these last few weeks. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah. I don't know. I, it's all these teams that keep going through these rebuilds. It gets old. Yeah, and that's what the that's what the league and the players' association tried changing this off season. With it's the not going to change. So. If it's going to change, they're going to have to put a salary cap. A legit, hardcore. And, like, the Yankees are like, well, we'll just go over the luxury tax and we'll just keep paying it. Yeah. Then change it. Change it even, make it where they got to pay more. For sure. Um, yeah, that that was, that's still, like, so shocking to me. But Yeah, opt-outs after those years is what caught me off guard in that contract, like you're saying. Why? Yeah. Why have it? Why even go? Yeah. It, and if other teams would have known, they probably would have went after it. Well, and that can, Like, we'd give you more money, I mean, if you want to leave. Well, yeah. either way, you're either off our books or you attract other stars. Yeah, and then, well, that's what I'm saying. Like, even if you're the Cubs, like, if you were, if you knew, like, that was a setup for you, why would you, you could take a chance on it and say, okay, well, fine, we'll do this. If you want to leave after a year, so be it. If you, If we can't be competitive in our division and you want to leave, go ahead. So I don't see that, but that brings up our second hashtag jersey watch. If you're a Twins fan, I would not buy a Correa jersey because it's not going to be worth it. You, he's not going to do anything to add value to that jersey. Yeah, because I mean, he's it, not going to win you a World Series. He's not going to become your all time leader and whatever. Yeah, that and he might just he may play the he may he may only last half a year. Yeah, the fact that like he might not be there for a full season. Like, do do not buy one. Buy one of the other players. Do not buy a Correa jersey. Because it's you're not gonna enjoy it. Um, but yeah, what is that? Oh, I'm just I'm bored of playing here. I'm gonna go here and leave. Like the f- what? Uh, it just it's so mind boggling. But this is where this is where I lost faith in sports because I was just like, I was just like, it just made it made the absolute zero sense to what I'm used to because you know because you are good. Like good players don't go to teams that Suck. are mediocre. Or and even expected to be mediocre. That yeah, it's not that the Twins aren't that good of a team, team. but they did make some moves to get rid of other players yeah. that could have helped. Yeah, they're just they're just not to in make a, room for him. Yeah, they're just not in a place where you add him to the equation, you win. No. So, so that's how that went. And then yesterday, Trevor Story signs with the Red Sox. Great for the Red Sox. Uh, Red Sox had no choice. Yeah. They need another bat. Yeah, and I know, like, you read the comments. I was reading the comments on a Talking Baseball post, and people were like, well, now that he's not going to be at Coors Field, 
he wasn't bad and good at away games anyway. That Trevor Story's not that good, this and that. Yeah, but you play at Fenway, uh, Fenway now. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, you could go anywhere. I think most people are attributing his bad in stats to being at cores like he, the long balls. There's a lot of home run friendly parks in that division. Yeah, well, the Yankees. The Yankees for sure. for sure. I mean, honestly, Red Sox could be too. Well, the right side, yeah. Yeah. Not non-green monster. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you got that. I mean, Tampa Bay, you could hit some bombs in Tampa Bay. Yeah. I mean, that is a dome. Yeah, yeah. As long so as you don't have to worry about wind and high. shit. Yeah. Well, if you get too high at one point, it's considered a home yeah. run. So. Yeah, I think. Uh, and then Baltimore. Or was it Camden Yards there? Yeah. So. Yeah, I think. Uh, I definitely think that's a that was that that's that restored my faith in sports because I'm like, okay, this makes sense. Red Sox are willing to spin. Red Sox want to win. It just sucks that he's playing second base and he could have came to the White Sox and played second base. Yeah, but that's just me. He probably want yeah move the money though. It doesn't make sense, but yeah, I think it it would have been cool. I think now see if they could have. I almost want to say I wouldn't have done a Correa style contract because that's a lot of money for two years. But if you were willing to say, hey, why don't you come for a short contract, you know, instead of six years, $160 million, split it shorter and say, hey, give it a couple seasons if you want to stay longer and we can fit you in financially longer because we have guys we want to re-sign right now yeah. that, we need, that we need to re-sign. For us to be competitive, these guys are first on our priority list. So once their extensions get done, you say you're on the team three years, and you're willing to stay, and we can make it work financially. Maybe we could pay you longer, yeah, or pay you more. And I think that's that's the issue you come in when you start getting these long contracts for these star players. But I don't blame these players for looking for those. No. They have every right to look for them. It just is unfortunate when this situation happens. But I guess technically, when you look at the Red Sox too and who they have right now, currently playing, he is the only guy that's got like the big money contract. I can think of. I think everybody else is. I don't know much about them to say anything. I'm yeah, I, I think I think a lot of I think they have a lot of flexibility in Boston right now, which is why. Yeah, he got what he got. Um, Boston needed to make a move for the ALEs because right now you're you're looking at the Rays and the Yankees. So. Yeah, and then they did it. Yeah, you just don't have to worry about the Orioles. At least that's the nice thing for sure. But who knows? Maybe they come out of nowhere, just go on a tear. Yeah, or cause some trouble. Yeah, which is what I think they did. They tried to do last year. They cost some of them teams important games. So. Well, and then, but yeah, not just you know the Yankees, Tampa, but the Blue Jays as well. They're oh, already, I forgot about the Blue yeah. Jays. Yeah, the Blue Jays. Everybody does. It, it's so I guess it's because they're Canadian. Yeah, I think no, it is. It's because they're Canadian. I mean, but they have the best like young lineup in baseball with young guys. They're stacked. Yeah, it's not good. It's gonna be a interesting time. So it, the Red Sox had to make a move to compete. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, just a lot of fun, fun in baseball. Uh, I think that is all we'll have to the other for today. Thanks for listening. If you made it this far, and yeah. we'll see you next time.